All right, it's a downtime episode, everybody. Yeah. Who who's ready to relax in fucking fire quotes? <laughs> and I have never a relax good when I time. I, I guess I will. One hundred percent on edge. I'm more talking in character relaxation, but all right. Yeah. Oh, okay, that too. I'm pretty sure Roxanne's always on edge too. Yeah, that so seems like, like it was in character. Uh, I guess I will. I'll I'll do my thing first because uh, it seems easy. So after the last session, uh, Kat told us that we can all get a new piece of equipment, and I instead uh, put forth a suggestion that they approved. So uh, Grant is in his apartment building, like c- coming in after like working one day, and he checks his mail. And he's got a mail from uh, from his old master, and uh, he's got a letter from his old master, and he opens it up, and he reads it, and he kind of blinks once and twice, and then just runs over to the sword, pulls it off of it, so, like, uh, pulls it off of the um, pedestal that he puts it on when he's uh, not using it that way, so that way it just looks like, looks like it's there for decoration. And he rereads the letters, rereads the letter, and starts trying to chant some stuff. And it it takes him a couple of times, but eventually, the sword shrinks down to the size of basically um, a USB thumb drive. And he goes, "Why didn't he tell me it was magic before?" I can't believe he didn't tell you that your magic sword is magic. <laughs> <laughs> There is a line under the everything else, all of the instructions that says, I didn't tell you this was magic before because you weren't ready. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. And, and then there's like a fucking hand-drawn emoticon. Of <laughs> just like a winky face. <laughs> like semicolon, close parenthesis. Yeah, so I go, holy shit. Yeah, it turns out, so the way it's going to work is that whenever Cat feels like we are allowed to get a new piece of equipment, I'm going to run a new tag by them for my sword instead. So my sword is just going to constantly just keep getting more and more powerful. And right now, I've added the innocuous tag. So that basically means, like, I can shrink it down and, like, disguise it as, like, a pin on my vest or just like straight up shove it in my pocket and it won't really set off any uh, metal detectors or anything. So now I don't it have to... It will poke you in the thigh. It will poke me in the thigh a little bit, yes, but that's <laughs> that's something I'm willing to take. Um, but, so essentially I won't have to go anywhere without my sword from now on. So no more of this Disneyland, I can't smuggle a sword and a clock in. Nonsense. Congratulations <laughs> on your new shrinky dinks. <laughs> but uh but yeah, I'm just I'm gonna uh actually text Jason. Or no not Jason. What's his name? John. John. I'm gonna text John and be like, John, did you know the sword's fucking magic? <laughs> you get exactly fifteen <laughs> question marks. Uh I t- I I'm like, hold on, I'll be right over. Because I don't want to send him a video of this in case, like, you know, somebody in the government, fucking DHEA, is listening. 
CIA is intercepting your text messages. Well, I mean, sir, sir his sword can shrink down when you determine that's rad, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Grant uh, gets one of those fucking renta bikes and just like hauls ass over to um to John's, and uh, and he goes, hey, look, check it out, and then. It, uh, Grant pulls out the sword from his pocket. And he's like, and then he uh, and he says the um the words, and it starts growing back again. And he's like, look, look at this! What the actual fuck? I know, right? The control. <laughs> How did we not know about this before now? I show him the letter with complete with the emoticon. <laughs> Ah, oh, that son of a bitch. A son of a bitch! <laughs> like, like, it's... I, like, I'm... I am 100% sure that it is not... It can do other stuff, and he's just still not telling me about it. Oh, yeah, there's... I have no doubts there's a ton of other bullshit this sword can do. If it feels like <laughs> if it. If you rub it, it'll grow. <laughs> no, no, that's a different kind of sword. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, it's, oh, man. It's, See, now it's, I just want to take it apart. No, you can't. He starts making grabby hands. No, I, no. I, I try to use my feet to, like, kind of keep him away, because both my hands are currently occupied with sword. Come on, come on, just just no, an hour. No, just no, give, no, it's not. Give no. me an hour. You you say an hour, and I know you mean a year. Okay, but come on, just an hour. <laughs> no, come on, That's, I need it. No. I need it. <sighs> Let's see. Okay, all right. What's the thing that you? What's the magic thing that you would want to part with? For an hour, so that way I can ensure you give me my goddamn sword back. <laughs> I'm not gonna <laughs> steal your shit. Yes, you are. You totally are. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Sensei says it's my turn with the sword. <laughs> <laughs> I will let him look at the sword, but I'm, I am putting, I pull out my phone and I set a timer for an hour. <laughs> Alright, he, uh, he says some incantations in Cantonese, and basically his eyes start glowing orange. He is staring very hard at this sword and, like, taking it out of the sheath, waving it around a little. I he, feel like you should have given it dinner before looking at it that hard first. She flips you off while staring very hard at the handle. And we're just going to open with a solid ten minutes of dick jokes. <laughs> to be fair, swords are pretty much dicks. So after one... The the timer goes off after right. a while. Give me the sword. It's been an hour. Uh, you, you, realize, you, you realize that it will just find its way back to me eventually anyway. He puts it back in the scabbard and hands it to you and says, all right, yeah, there's like, there's like at least five other enchantments on that thing, but I have no fucking clue. God damn. 
Like, I figured that some something else was going on with the sword, considering it's been around for however many years. Like, I like he would know in character, but like I don't know when the Zhang Dynasty was in real life. Um, he goes, it's been around for like that long, so there's so definitely something was going on with the sword, but I didn't know it was like it could fucking shrink and fit in my pocket. Uh, I could have used he... that. I could have used that yesterday. It, I had to smoke. I had to smuggle a clock in a Disney World. You know how amazing like having a sword would have been in that fight. She shrugs. Pretty amazing. I'll take your word for it. He's still staring at the fucking sword, and <laughs> without taking his eyes off of it, he says. How much you want to bet this damn thing could turn into a lightsaber? Uh, that is a fool's bet because I know for a fact it can turn into a lightsaber. I just gotta figure out how. This is... This is the worst. I hate this. (laughs) Why did you get the sword? Because I was the better student. (sighs) Also, apparently the last one he was taking, so... Had to go to someone. Teacher's pet. (laughs) Listen, like, seriously, you need to learn how to, like, hide your cards better. By the way, he still does not know that I don't need to use a wand. That is 100% only a thing that the three, that the other two two chuckle fucks know now. That's fine. He's 100% hiding shit from you. Oh, yeah. Wizards hide everything from everybody. But, uh, but he... But yeah, Grant is like, Grant's like, you just need to learn how to play your cards closer to your chest and also not rely on magic to- Are you pouring coffee with your mind as we are talking right now? It's good practice. It's making you lazy. It's so- Fuck you. Grant would not do that immediately if he could. <laughs> Look, man, also, I don't want to burn my hand. <laughs> if you're real, if you want to be real technical, any anytime you pour coffee is when you pour in coffee with your mind. <laughs> you just involve a meat in there too. <laughs> so yeah, Grant will stay for a little longer. He does shrink the sword and like hide it so that way he doesn't have to deal with uh, with John obsessively staring at the sword all the time. <laughs> And if he starts staring at his pocket, uh, Grant is going to make jokes about wanting to buy dinner bought now. The first time you make that joke, he waggles his eyebrows at you. Grant fucking waggles back! (laughs) (laughs) The sword grows just a little bit. (laughs) No. No, I'm not that crude. But, uh, but then Grant goes, actually, you know what? Dinner actually does sound good. I'm going to go. Yeah, I'll go too. I don't have shit in the house right now. Yeah, because you fucking just, okay, I'm not going to get into it. What do you want? Like a fucking IHOP or something? Look, look, I've been busy. I haven't had time to cook. Get off my nuts. Please and thank you. <laughs> 
I like that Grant immediately reckon, like asked for IHOP because it's cheap and easy, and also like I don't know any place actually in LA that would be good. It's cheap and easy, and I don't know anything better. Is uh, a lot of the reasons I get dates. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, ape, ape. I'm sorry. Eh. All right, but we can we can move on to somebody else now. I'm I'm fine with moving <sighs> okay. on. Who's next? I'll go since Ape isn't volunteering, I guess. Alright, sure. Do you want to do the thing you planned for you, or the thing I planned for you? Uh, let's go with the thing you planned for me first. Okay. So this one might wind up being a little bit on the long side, so everybody strap in. Can't be as long as Ape nerding out about golems at one time. I make no promises one way or the other. <laughs> so, Roxanne, yes. you're you're uh, you're at home. It's you start hearing a hissing sound, and you smell hot iron and it takes you a moment to remember why this particular series of sensations is so familiar but then you remember the last time you got an extremely important letter outside your door from another dimension Ah, the extremely important mail from the other dimension that I was expecting but not expecting Uh, Roxanne's gonna go answer her door not someone All stealing right. my mail. Uh, just like last time, there's nobody out there, but there is a letter on, you know, sealed with wax sitting on your welcome mat. Where do they get wax in the Deadlands? Where did they get obsidian in the Deadlands? Dead bees. <laughs> ghost bees. I suppose I walked in. Freaky that. ghost bees. <laughs> alright alright what does the letter say what does the letter say alright it's very uh, it's nearly identical to the last one you got just requesting your presence in the palace of the capital of the deadlands but instead of Cleopatra requesting your presence it's uh, one Osman Gazai no clue who that is. I mean, you could take a second to Google it if you want. Uh, I don't even know how to spell it. Just don't mind me. I'm uh, definitely not Googling exactly this. <laughs> no, it's fine. This is in character. Yeah, I would imagine that she's that Roxanne's like, who the fuck? <laughs> who the fuck is that? Uh leader of the Ottoman Turks, founder of the Ottoman Dynasty. Ah. No pressure. <laughs> yeah. At least Cleopatra seemed easy going. Yeah, ruler and founder of the motherfucking Ottoman Empire is requesting your presence. Honestly, it's a step sideways from Cleopatra, really. 
I don't know. Maybe maybe dead people are all really chill. Who knows? <laughs> <sighs> all right. Well, um, I guess. You know, I really, really should just ask. Uh, no, no, I need somebody to open the door for me. I can't just do it myself. I guess I'm going to have to ask for a favor <laughs> to go to the Deadlands again. All right. So you're you're gonna head down to the safe house. Yes, yes, yes. Now, are you going to drive to the safe house, or are you going to fucking teleport to the safe house? The oh, chores mask style. God. Do I want to uh, use my Goku instant transmission technique? I don't know, do you? Semi-instant transmission technique? It's kind of unfair that Grant had to spend three whole fucking days researching how to do teleportation and then you get to like fucking steal Goku's move which he stole from somebody else I nearly died once at least come on (laughs) yeah well Grant's not an angel boy fucking get over it (laughs) Roxanne can't shoot ice not yet no I'm just going to drive okay I probably shouldn't terrorize my um I shouldn't terrorize my friends. They're not family after just, all. Just send them a text saying, hey, make sure nobody is standing outside the door in the next 20 seconds. <laughs> hey, apologies in advance. I'm going to teleport ne- right out front of your house. <laughs> no, okay. I'm going to drive. So. You pull into the safe house and are let in. Magpie answers the door. Uh, Milo is on her head. Wow. Milo's kind of a large cat, so it's a little impressive that she's got him perched like that. That's actually really impressive. We practice. Fair enough. Hey, I've got a favor ask. Name it. Can somebody take me to the Deadlands? Do you mean like come with you? Or no, just no, open I don't. the door? Just open the door. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, what, you get another one of those letters? Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess I'm real popular with dead people. I'm not sure if that's better or worse than being popular with alive people. <laughs> well, at least dead people never need to crash on my couch, so. Well, you don't know the same dead people as I do. I'm not going to follow up and ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> this whole conversation is happening while she is sketching a door for you. Right. And she pops open the door and says, you know, don't don't feel like you gotta hurry, but don't take too too long. Yeah, I'll be back when I as soon as I can. I'm not really in a hurry to stay. She gives you a thumbs up. Into the breach, I guess I go. Into the fucking hell dimension. <laughs> Alright, folks, let's go to hell. <laughs> Okay, you pile into the Deadlands. It's exactly the same as you left it. Wow, did they did they clean up since I've been gone? 
Oh yeah, somebody came through and swept the streets. Oh, I remember that rock was over there last time. <laughs> Absolutely. Definitely. Hey there, strange spirit that never reacts to the things I say. Did you do something new with your hair? Oh, that's probably in bad taste. <laughs> yes, actually, I got it styled by a professional. Oh, goodness. So, you can rock up to the front door of the palace. Yep, I'm going to walk up to the front door of the palace and present my letter. Uh, I guess they were told to expect you this time because you don't get quite the flabbergasted look as you did previously. I'm glad one of us was expecting this. <laughs> you are escorted inside back to the throne room. The throne room is currently empty and you are then taken back behind the thrones into that same sort of personal chamber corridor and led all the way back to there. Right. So once you get to this sort of uh, nexus in the back, you are led down one corridor. The, the nameplate above it is in Arabic, which I presume you can't read. Oh no, all along, Roxanne has always been able to read Arabic. Didn't you know? I'd buy it. <laughs> no, but she does know a little bit of German. No, she does not speak or read any Arabic languages. Okay, so you are taken back into Osman's personal chambers, and it's very similar to Cleopatra's. It has the same sort of, like, silk blankets of actual-ass color hanging from the ceiling, but instead of uh, just, like, huge piles of pillows and shit, there's actually, like, little wooden tables and chairs. Ah, a man of culture. He has raised horizontal surfaces on which to place <laughs> things. And Sultan Gazai is, or I guess Gazai is, is that a last name? I'll need to look into that better later. Sultan Osman is seated at one of them and he is writing something. And the palace guard that escorted you back here announces your presence and then leaves. Uh, you said he's writing something? Yeah, he's penning some sort of letter to someone or taking some sort of notes or records. I'm probably just going to wait for him to finish, then it'd be rude to interrupt. I'm trying to pre I'm trying to be as mannerly as possible. Maybe, you know, don't be rude to the only uh, major authority the Deadlands seem to have at the moment. Right. Uh, he's still penning and eventually he just sort of glances up at you and with the hand that's not writing, he like waves you over and motions for you to sit down in the chair across the table from him. I, I, I do that. Well, I, <laughs> Roxanne curtsies and sits down. <sighs> So I, I realized that I never, like, described Cleopatra, so I should probably give Osman a bit of a description. Yeah. Uh, being an actual-ass sultan uh, from, like, when he was alive, he has, like, a full-on turban, and despite the 
and like skeletal nature of his body, he still has like like a thick beard and mustache. All right, I can I can respect that. Ah, uh, yes, the uncharted way one way of decaying bodies. Yes, I was thinking more of the uh, the One Piece Brooks skeleton. He has very strong roots. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he's he's decked out in sort of like a series of robes. Like he's got a red and gold overcoat and then sort of a, a, a really dark brown like long sleeve under that. And then sort of a, a muted blue, even longer sleeve under that. Yeah. And without looking up from his, uh, without looking up from his letter, he asks you, uh, so how have you been, Miss Harrison? Ah. Uh, well, I've been well. I, uh, must admit that my most recent outing in defense of the common good, I guess, was a little harrowing, but I'm doing well. H- how are you, Sultan? <laughs> That's probably a stupid question. <laughs> Busy, more than a little bit bored, but I guess bored is a good thing to be in this sort of place. I, s- I suppose that makes sense. And, and he... He signs his name at the bottom of his, uh, at the bottom of whatever he's writing. He folds it up and sort of places it on a little side table. And he taps the, the end of his pen on the table and sets that off to the side as well. And he looks at you and says, The other sultans and I have been talking about you and the portent that is your presence here. And we all collectively would like to ask you for a rather momentous favor. A uh, favor? About three fifty. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, anything. The information I've already, uh, has already been given to me is invaluable. Um, how can I help? Uh, by the way, I should note, Roxanne, that the 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 familiar headache showed up as soon as you got here and got worse once you were in the same sort of space as Osman. Yeah, I, I assumed. So he folds his hands on the table in front of him and sort of leans forward and says, We would like you to go to Elysium. Uh, I'm afraid I don't really know the way, but if you need me to go, I'll go. There is, to my knowledge and to all of our collective knowledge, precisely one road to Elysium. Straight off the edge of the Deadlands. Oh. Is that all, then? (laughs) (laughs) There is a single pass through the mountains that leads to 
a gate. And nothing can pass through this gate, so far as we're aware. Anything that has has just completely ceased to be the instant it so much has entered the threshold. But we, the, the sultans and I, we went through it when we first arrived. We were taken to Elysium, and I believe Cleopatra mentioned that she was changed there. We all were something to keep us from fading away the same as all of the others. Right. So we went through there and came back there, not on our own. We had escorts, which is why we believe you might be able to get through since you are of that place. It stands to reason, yes. Um, <laughs> I guess worst things that happens is I get through there. Well, um, please allow me to be clear. The worst thing that could happen is that you die upon entering the gate. I know what I said. Assassin the Sultan. I understand. If you do manage to get there, we we are just seeking information. In in the recorded memory of the Deadlands between all of us sultans, none of us have ever heard of someone like you being here. And if I may be perfectly honest, your presence here terrifies us. We have no idea what it could mean for this place or the world of the living and we would like you to find out alright I'll do it just um I suppose I might need somebody to show me the way then <sighs> this is not a journey you, you will be able to finish in a single trip. It is thousands of miles to the gate from here. We can we can give you maps, we can provide you with transportation and escorts if you desire. Hmm. And if I may be so bold, I request as momentous as this any one of us would be happy to join your escort um my goodness um this is uh, a lot to think about actually you need not leave immediately if you would like to take time to plan your trip set aside time to make legs of this journey, find ways to return home from places other than the capital. That is all perfectly all right. I have a, a means of moving from place to place on my own, but I'm not really sure that it would uh, work traveling from here to, well, the world of the living, I guess. He sort of cocks his head at that but just will assume that you know what you're talking about. 
I've never attempted it, for one thing. <laughs> Secretly out of character, I'm not 100% certain what you mean, if you could clarify that for well, me. Well, I was just saying, like, I literally have weird bullshit angel power teleport, and I'm saying, I don't know that that would work getting from the Deadlands to the to the human world again. Ah. Uh, Right, so I I will lay it out because uh, mm-hmm. like, this is game mechanics talk. Yes, so the the wings allow mm-hmm. you to return to places you have been previously. Right. So, es- essentially, all of your forward progress has to be done on foot incrementally. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying like how to get back, not how to get there. Is what I yeah, was getting at. You could essentially just like from wherever you're at, teleport back to the capital and just go through the door. Oh, that's much more clever than what I was thinking. And then when you're ready to make another leg of the trip, you could just teleport back to the last point you were at. Yeah. No pressure, though. (laughs) Okay, then. I think I just need to think about what I might need. Ah, going forward. I'm afraid the uh, dangers of this place are a little unknown to me. How much and what I would need is... Hmm. I I need to think. Well, you may consider all of us at your disposal in that regard. The guards at the front gate have been instructed to allow you to come and go as you please. You may simply come back here and seek one of us out when you are ready to either make the journey or ask us any specific wisdom you require for it. Of course. Of course. And on your way out, you will be provided with the best map that we have managed to compile of this place. There is unfortunately not much in the way of landmarks, but we trust that given enough time, you will be able to find your way. Yeah, I suppose I can. If... uh... If anything else, I can use this feeling in my head as a bit of a compass. Ah, oh, fuck. I hadn't even thought of that. That's real clever. <laughs> nice. Which direction hurts? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Ow, 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 ow. Going the right way. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Ow, 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 this is a great idea. Ow, ow, ow. (laughs) The bone hurting path. (coughs) The path of pain. Ouch, ouch, my path. Oof. (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) Okay. I think, I think I'm going to... Is it all right if I... The last time I was here, I was told not to tell... Uh, anybody got the specifics of my visit. Um, 
And I don't plan on sharing necessarily the destination. But is it all right if I tell people that I am going and ask them for any advice they might offer? Yes, that is perfectly reasonable. I have a I have a brother at home, and I think he'd be a little mad at me if he found out I was going walk about across the Deadlands. Who you tell and how much you tell them can be entirely at your discretion, so long as you do keep the secrets of this place to yourself. All right. All right, well... I will be back as soon as I'm as I'm ready. Hopefully with a uh, head full of plans. We will eagerly await your return. Of course. And he actually like stands and bows to you. Oh, um, there's no, there's no need for that. I'm just a girl from California, you know? Courtesy is always owed to those you request great favors from, regardless of their stature elsewise. Of course, it's um, been a pleasure speaking to you, Sultan. And he nods his head. You're free to go. Time to abscond out of here. (laughs) On, On your way out... Uh, one of the palace guards flags you down and passes you off a roll of pa- uh, like a big old roll of parchment. <laughs> oh. I'm here. I thought these directions would be complicated. <laughs> uh, if you unroll it, it is a map of the Deadlands. I don't have this map made up. I'll... I didn't. Find time to do, I'll find time to do that at some point so you could just sort of get an idea of What's going on? To be fair, map of the Deadlands just would be a big circle with one dot on it that says the capital. Dead. Still it's dead. Just... Still dead. <laughs> Get the picture. One, one big dot, and then, I don't know, maybe 10, ten or 20 small dots. Fair. Interesting looking rock. <laughs> it's, that, it's like, uh, it's that like the one tree. map of... <laughs> yeah, that one tree. It's like a map of the uh, out of, about of the uh, outer circle, you know. It's just completely black. <laughs> it's not so much a map as just a bunch of piece of papers. Right, right. You have to fracture reality before it's useful. Oh, how simple! <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing you can do in this game. I mean, I'm not going to rule it out. <laughs> Alright. It sounds like I've got some people to talk to and uh like we could like cut it off here if Ape wants to go or something like that. That uh, seems we reasonable. We haven't been here too too long. We could do a little bit in the safe house when you get back if you would like. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good to me. Okay. So you trundle on back into the safe house. And Magpie 
clacks the door behind you and says, well, that took a lot less time than the last one. Yeah, about that. Uh, do you know where Emery is? I may as well just tell this to both of you at the same time. She wanders back to the garage and pops open the door and yells for Emery. And like four or five minutes later, they're out in the in the living room with the rest of you. So, um... I met with another one of the Sultans. I... I was at the... As in, as summoned to the Deadlands again. I guess I should say in case Magpie didn't uh, mention it. Emery nods knowingly. They wanted to ask me a favor. It's, uh... It's certainly a pile of firsts with you in that place. Yeah, well, you can't all get on, go on raucous adventures in the lands of fairies like my brother. Magpie looks like she wants to ask if you know what the deal is with that, but you're in the middle of something, so she won't. <laughs> the answer is no. I can't tell you where... They want me to go, but they need me to go somewhere. Uh, along, along somewhere, and I can, I can go back to places that I've been before. So I, it's not that I necessarily have to do it all on one trip, but it's going to be a long trip, and it's going to be a long trip across. To the edge of the Deadlands. Emery cocks an eyebrow and says, "Edge." Apparently, there's an edge. Oh. Keep that under your hat. I'm not sure if I should have told you that, but. Should sure, okay. I mean, I don't really care if you know. And it doesn't hurt anybody that you know either. But I'm... They they told me... They told me that I could have as much in the way of supplies as I needed. They said if I needed help from one of the sultans to just ask. And I'm afraid I'm a little over my head here. I thought the first person to ask would be the two of you. Do you have any clue? I... I just... I don't know. This is a lot. It's a lot to ask of me. If it was just... If they just wanted me to go by myself, that'd be one thing, but... You know? I could... I could take screwing that up. But I don't want to ask for help and then let somebody else down here. I don't want to put anybody else in danger for this. And I could just really use some advice here. Emery has this, like, look of real deep concern on their face. And they almost subconsciously massage their left leg 
and they say, well, well the um, d- Deadlands outside of the 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 capital is um in incredibly uh, d- dangerous the, the 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 sheer um variety of monsters that live out there it's um impossible to predict in any um, meaningful way. So if if they are um, uh, offering you um, b- bodies, people to uh, c- come with you, you sh- should absolutely tip take them up uh, on that do do not uh, under any circumstances go out there alone right of course I guess I'm just better at following orders than uh, coming up with them so to speak um well, we um, would be happy to come with you, but of course, someone has to watch the door. I couldn't ask you to do that anyway. I, I, I appreciate the sentiment, but that's not that's not acceptable to me. Magpie leans across the couch and puts a hand on your knee and says, "You wouldn't have to ask. So we're happy. We would be happy to do it if we could." <laughs> okay, sorry. Out of character, Frank Toff just walked over and put his head on my knee right when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> you said someone needs to hold the door anyway, so maybe we shouldn't worry about the what ifs. But I, I appreciate it. I really do. They both look, you know, sort of like disappointed, but it's not directed at you. It's sort of directed at circumstances. You can you can read that on their faces. Sometimes you just gotta do stuff by yourself alongside a legion of the dead. <laughs> and I gotta figure out how I'm going to tell Grant about this too. Uh, any uh, anything else you could want to ask us for please don't even give it uh, a second thought. Um, food water weapons, clothing uh, anything you, you name it will We'll get it for you. Yeah. I think I just need to... I need to sit down and think about how... How this is probably going to go. <laughs> I'm afraid this is... Uh, if you'll pardon the joke here, it's completely uh, new territory for me. Ah. Uh, 
They both have kind of a wry smile at that. It may surprise you that I don't spend most of my time out there in the Deadlands, uh, seeing the sights. To our knowledge, fucking nobody does. Nobody likes it in there. Oh, I mean, it's... Bad. Seriously, <laughs> if if in the entire... If in the entire history of the Ravens, anybody has set foot outside of the capital, we've never heard about it. Just fucking nobody wants to go in there. Yeah, well, somebody's gotta go. Place is called the fucking Deadlands, not the hey, it's a good party over here, come on down, lands. That's the summer court. I couldn't I have gotten, uh, you know, asked to go explore the wilds of <laughs> some court out there. Yeah. Venture into the Deadlands and go into the gate that destroys anything that enters it. Except, theoretically, not you. We don't know for sure. You may just be disintegrated the moment you walk through. <laughs> theoretically doing some heavy lifting. <laughs> God, what a fucking awful character moment that would have amazing <laughs> character moment that'd be after all the walking and the trudging and the fighting across the deadlands walks in walks through the gate and just fucking dies it gets fucking thanos out of existence <laughs> i've ruined it now you can't use that as a fake out uh, um <laughs> Okay, well, I, I really appreciate it, both of you. As soon as I come up with anything I might need, I'll... I'm not doing this in one trip. I This plan doesn't need to be perfect from the get-go. It should be good from the get-go, though. So, we'll figure it out. Right? Right. We'll figure it out. Sorry, I wish I could be more upfront about all this. Oh, well, we, we understand. Sometimes world leaders uh, ask you to keep secrets. Yeah, sounds like you maybe know a bit more about that kind of thing than I do then. <laughs> okay. I think I need to take a drive around and clear my head. And not at the same time. Maybe go figure out where Grant is. Would you consider staying for lunch? Because, wow, do you look pale and in need of some good food. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess. I, I can stay for lunch. I, I'd love to. I, they they nod at each other. Uh, Magpie actually, like, gets a fucking... What was the most recent video game system in 2012? Um, PlayStation 3. The Wii U had just come out. And the Xbox 360, I believe. I like that you know all that off the top of your head. Yeah, it's kind of fucking sad. Magpie busts out the Wii U and just chills out with you for a bit. 
Emery gets Dude, like busy in the kitchen and until November of oh. 2012. All right. Magpie just busts out the Wii, and you two just chill out while Emery play some goes brawl. whole hog in the kitchen. They actually like hand make some actual ass bread bowls for some soup. Hell yeah. Okay, actually, I could really go for, like, some cheddar and broccoli soup and a bread bowl. (laughs) (sighs) I'm gonna need to, like, go back through these episodes and keep a running tally of how many times do I make Ape hungry? (laughs) Because it seems like a running thing. Okay, I figured it out. The most recent console as of 2012 was the Zebo. Oh, yeah. Okay, and we'll switch gears from there. Okay, my thing, I guess. Your thing. Which thing do you want to do? I'll do my gear thing. So... For my gear thing, I am repurposing some of that golem or golem tech. I wanted to say golem, like as in from Lord of the Rings. No. Anyway, I want to repurpose some of that golem tech. Say I made a functioning golem. I don't have any. I haven't programmed it or set it to have any function yet. It just kind of moves around and does things right now. (laughs) But while I'm playing around. Hmm? Is this modeled after the the same sort of clay doll that you saw in the court? Mm, yeah, a little bit. I'll play around with shape later once I get a better handle on this stuff. But while I am working, while Steiner is working with the uh, Gollum tech, he kind of thinks, what if I can repurpose this a little bit? And he's tinkering around with it. And he's kind of hitting a dead end. So, I believe you wanted me to go to the spring court to talk to them and do this? Winner. Yeah. Head on on back to the court scientists. Oh, yeah. The spring court is where the court scientists are from. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Heading over to Magpies and Emery's. He's knocking on the door politely. Coming. The fucking ten-year-old opens the door for you. It's probably not a good thing. Ah, there you are, uh, Magpie. Um, I have a bit of a favor. I need to uh, return to the Winter Court. Um, if you have a, if that's not too much trouble. Yeah, sure. We've uh, we've got the afternoon free. Excellent, excellent. Uh, you want us to come with you? Or you want gonna head over by yourself this time? Uh, you can if you want. I'm just making a little drop. I just need to. I just need. I have to ask a couple of questions. The magic, I guess. Magical technology. Hmm. She folds her arms across her chest and says, "Steiner, are you becoming a wizard?" Night. Don't think so. I don't know any spells. I think you have to know spells to be a wizard. Hmm. 
I was a pinball wizard in high school. Does that count? I think that counts. All right, then. I think I think for documentation purposes, that does count. She is staring you into the garage during this bit of nonsense. Uh, so, would you want me to be coming with, or just myself? Uh, if you're only going to be there for like an hour or so, there's really no reason for us to come along. Yes, I will try not to delay too much, but uh, mm-hmm. you know I can ramble about some things sometimes. Sure, sure. We should be here when you get back. If not, you know where the spare key is. Just lock the door behind you. Ah, excellent. Well, uh, see you later. And I, as though the coat on I brought with me, then step through the gateway. She whips a pair of sunglasses at you. Ah, right. Thank you. She activates the circle, and you are teleported to the fall court. It's fall court, winter court. Make a sl- just make a delay. We have a delay to the fall court. You lost transfer <laughs> at gate six B. Gotta. We have a delay. Gonna have to reroute you. You know you're supposed to arrive three hours early, just in case. Yeah. Gonna gonna have to make your connecting teleportation. Yeah, last time I had to take a trip, it was just like... First term, I was had plenty of time. Second term, I had to rush to the other gate. And the second... And then the third connection, I had like an hour and a half just to dick around the airport. Which was fine, because it was one of those real big airports where there's plenty of shit to do in there. But, you know. Weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Winter court. Yep. We can can skip over some of the formalities. Janai escorts you to the uh, throne area. Neither of the royals are present, and you are just sort of left to your own devices to get back into the labs. Is Butlerbot still in one piece, so to speak? Butlerbot is not anywhere to be found. Mm. Rip Butlerbot, I guess. He's attained sentience and is off on his own adventures now. Please look forward to the new, the newest role-playing campaign from Boogeyman Buddies. <laughs> Gotta find out if there's a Dungeon World class that is just Johnny Five. So let's see, where were the names of the randos? Oh, they are in the Winter Court. Are they in the Feywilds handout, not the randos? Ah, okay. Okay, so yeah, the Lagomorph and the Medusa. Mm-hmm. So you wander around down into the nice warm laboratory space. Uh, Soggy, Miss Lagomorph, is not present. You, as you uh, sort of explore the area, uh, you find where Butlerbot is. Uh, okay. He is disassembled but like magically so like neatly or so like all all of the do you know what an exploded view is yeah oh okay i get what you're saying so it's like he's all the little bits are suspended yes okay that's cool like all of the screws have been unscrewed and like levitated outwards from the body and then all of the plates have been levitated outwards from their position but slightly less so 
Uh, I poke one of them. I poke one of the bolts. It does not move, and our Medusa scientist, Mehevi, slinks up behind you and says, please don't mess with that too much. We don't want it to fall apart. Ah, hello. Um, sorry, I was very interesting. I've never seen anything like that. Um, I had a couple of questions, actually. I have a question for you, too. Uh very well in exchange do you want to go first or shall I uh, no you do yours first you do yours first okay I'm imposing on you after all uh, why do you have gold pressed into this board that's money why are you making your components out of money well the gold is uh, valuable in our world as well but it is also an excellent conductor of electricity and does not corrode, uh, making it very useful in circuitry, which is um, well, as your golems uh, communicate to different paths via magic, ours communicate different parts through electricity. So the gold is very useful in that way. Also, uh, out of character, knowledge, the, one of the other big reasons that gold gets used in circuit boards is that it, it has, a, frankly, enormous coherency un, uh, under malleability. You can pound it crazy oh, yes. flat and it doesn't break. That too. <laughs> I want to say they've got like single atom thick sheets of gold. Yeah, I think that's about right. And just had it still be a coherent sheet. Gold's yeah. great, y'all. It's a shame we use it for shitty decorative reasons. It's shiny. We are still just dumbass apes walking around. We will always be attracted to ooh, shiny. Yee. Alright, so she nods her head at information about electricity and says, okay, okay, that's a real interesting use for money. The amount of gold in there that we actually use is almost it would be what is um uh, hmm uh, how to, it, the amount of gold we use in there is almost you can it's very 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 thin. There's almost actually no gold in there. It's very what is it malleable? Malleable. So you know it yeah, there's like there'd be like a dollar worth of gold at most in some circuit board if you like extracted yeah. it all out. Probably. You'd have to hit like three or four circuit boards to get a dollar, I think. <laughs> there was like a liquor called Goldschlager that was popular a couple years ago, and probably still is. Just like I'll ridiculous amount of bottle but has like because it's got gold flake floating in it and somebody did the math and the amount of gold flake that's actually in one of these bottles is like 50 cents worth of gold flake let me guess the bottles cost like a thousand bucks or something like that I can look it up real quick please do I I actually want to know no it's just like it's $25 a bottle yeah that's what I'm seeing too like the, the cheapest I'm seeing is like 16 bucks for a bottle it's pro- it's like the cheapest, nastiest liquor. I don't even remember what type of liquor it is. I think it's just straight vodka. 
but it's just got like 50 it's cents of gold. Swiss, according to Wikipedia, it is a Swiss cinnamon schnapps. Hmm. Yeah, yeah alright, but it's like the cheapest, nastiest stuff. But you put a little bit of gold flake in there, and it's just like, there you go, now you can charge ridiculous amount of money for it. Yeah. 0.46 euro worth of gold in it by January 2018 money. Hmm. Not even a whole euro worth of gold. Okay. <clears throat> so, coming on back. Right, uh, so, did you uh, have any yeah. other questions about it? Uh, Mihabi pulls the circuit board out of suspension and she just, she's like, does a quick flick of her hand and there's little sparks to pull it out without disrupting the rest of the suspension and she eyes it up and says I'm gonna have to really dig into this yeah that was uh, that that was that was my uh, that was my one question the moment she puts it back in okay um, well what I was going to ask you is um, I was working with your golem technology or magic golem magic technology um and i was not i noticed that um configured the right way you could uh, also use it you could also use it to um direct a massive amount of energy at a target more or less yeah yeah there are uh, we've uh, we have magical cannons that's that's a thing we've got so uh, generally the circles we use to keep the energy from exploding outwards in addition to gathering it and directing it forward are kind of complicated but if that that is a known technique uh, I was wondering if um, if you could uh, I'm trying to scale this down a little bit scale it down um, okay Okay, I could imprint the circles onto a couple of sheets of metal, and then I could get some ferromancers in here to shrink them. Ah. I think that's a thing we could do. Wonderful. And I could do a screen wipe into the future, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, she she gets a couple of uh, sheets of steel and the the detail work on the circles to make them right actually requires them to be pretty big sheets to start with and then she hollers into what is probably a magical intercom system and then like three people show up and she directs them to compress the uh, the sheets of metal, and it takes them a bit because they have to compress them without destroying the detail of the circles, but eventually they do manage to make it. Shrinky Dinks raise their head once again. <laughs> it takes them a bit because they're all fairy interns. <laughs> In like a couple years down the line, we could pr- I could probably 3D print this onto metal or with metal, but I don't know if 2012 technology could do that. Or 2012 consumer technology, anyway. Yeah, probably. You'd have to go to, like, DARPA to get that level of detailed etching. Alright, well. 
So you have, you've got three plates and she makes sure to uh, send you back with a couple, uh, with some uh, scrolls with a couple of specific junctions drawn on them. So you can connect everything together properly in whatever sort of configuration you're going to set up. She doesn't ask. Right. Okay. This has been uh, very helpful. I am very thankful for your assistance. Um, if there's anything else you have, uh, any questions about uh, our technology, please feel free to ask. Yeah, uh, anytime. And, you know, we're, we're always happy to have you back here. Right, and uh, give my regards to Miss Sagi, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, that's her. I'll, uh, I'll tell you you came by. It's well. I'll, I'll see you all around. It's... I'm sure she'll be real upset that she missed you, but I'll do my best to console her. All right, but I need to be going. I have much more work to be done today. I'm sure you'll do as well. Yeah. And she nods her head at you and then just like turn around, turns around and heads off to a table. And um, I head out of there and we go back through the whole rigmarole to get you back onto Earth. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Emery and Magpie are not there when you get back. There's a sticky note on the inside of the garage door. It just says, we've gone grocery shopping. Okay. I guess I just take the note so they know that I've seen it and I lock the door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With the spare key, this, they directed me to and head home. Yep. And once back at my little laboratory, I go out installing the plates into my arm as this is my gear upgrade. And I have chosen to give my arm a gun because not having any range was really not great in that last fight. <laughs> Bam! So I have so now I have the Electro Blaster, which does three harm. It is close, messy, and un- which are the tags. So I'm choosing to activate this as um, I do that two finger point like the Disney cast members do to tie it back into Disney, I guess. <laughs> and I just mm-hmm. big old zap. I'm incredibly disappointed that you didn't go with my suggestion. <laughs> uh, I forget what your suggestion was even. The shocker. The shocker. Oh, <laughs> no, I, I thought about that, but that's a bit much. It's a little much. If he was a sillier character, that would definitely be it. If this was Salem. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Steiner has a a mode 2 on his transforming arm. Hooray! (sighs) See, I I like the idea of just finger guns. I also like the idea of your arm, like, turning backwards and folding out into an actual-ass cannon. I oh, oh be awesome. a Mega Man, basically a Mega Man. Hmm, don't make me choose. <laughs> guns is good, but also my actual gun is good. You have plenty of time to think on it. The actual gun is good. The actual penis is evil. So, Garant. Yes. Grant, you are 
uh, posted up in one of your uh, street art hotspots. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're out. You're posted up to outside of Dodger Stadium. Oh boy, the Dodgers. <laughs> me not frantically googling to see what team that sport even belongs to. Hell yeah, sport. <laughs> Apparently it's baseball. I knew that without having to look it up. Sports, <laughs> did anyone see the Atlanta Braves versus Cardinals tonight? Because the Cardinals just destroyed the poor Braves. It was literally it was 10 to, one, 10 to 0 in the first inning. It was very bad for the Braves. Apparently, at the at, as of, at the time we are speaking right now, the Dodgers are kicking the ass of the Washington Nationals. So there we go. See, I was hoping you guys were referencing like sports stuff that was happening back in 2012. No, no, no I'm <laughs> talking about like right fucking now. Final score was 13-1. Was probably the biggest thrashing in baseball in a long time. Anyway, Dodgers baseball. That's a sport I know things about, so... Sure, sure. So you're posted up in one of the parks close to Dodger Stadium. And at some point, uh, someone walks up to your table and slaps $60 down onto it and says, Give me two of your best. And it's an extremely familiar, sort of unhappy voice. I super duper do not recognize him because that is the running gag. You don't have to call it out every time as the I running know. gag. I know, but I go, I go, I go, okay, usually 60, usually uh, 60 is three of them, but if you only want two, then that's fine. Any, any choice on colors? Uh, he looks down and his daughter is there with him. Oh. It's a weekend. They're out together doing something. All right. Uh, and uh, Brent looks at her. Yeah. Uh, and she looks real thoughtful for a bit. And she says, Could I have a dragon fighting a mermaid? <laughs> um, I like this kid. Okay. okay uh, so Brent, Grant has to, like, think super hard on this, because, like, this, that's usually not the sort of thing he gets. It's usually, like, planetoids with, like, cities on the backdrop. Um, so... He is frantically thinking. He goes, you know what? Yeah, sure. Since, uh, since he is paying extra for, um, for only two, uh, Grant is going to definitely give it his best by like fucking improvising the shit out of this so um uh so he's going to well as he goes yeah sure uh but again uh i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you what like what color do you want the mermaid to be what color do you want the dragon to be uh blue and red blue and red blue and red it is um so uh he does he starts doing the the usual stuff of like laying down the foundations of like white and, and all that and uh starts trying his best to uh make between his uh stencils and between his um and like the, the scrapers trying to make like a dragon uh f- like fighting a mermaid and like and 
one of the pictures has is focused on the mermaid and the other one's focused on the dragon and in the middle of the two uh the dragon is breathing fire and the mermaid is like using water magic to like uh to meet in the middle and in the middle there's like a one there's like a planetoid there so like their fight is creating a planet I was going to say Dragon Ball Z bean battle, but okay. No, well, I mean, yes, but the bean battle is creating a planet as opposed to destroying it. And then we'll then destroy it, too, but, you know. <laughs> so, do I, do I have to roll something to create this? Or would you create... Ah! You do now. <laughs> this, is, this is your, like, career, question mark? Yeah. <laughs> It's improv, but you're good at this. And it's, you know, they don't seem to be in a hurry, so they don't, like, rush you as you're trying to figure out how to make this happen. Yeah. It's going to take a little bit longer than normal. Like, usually I can bing, bang, boom one of these things out in five minutes, but this is probably going to take closer to, like, 20 or so, because I have to, like, sit there and think about it. While at the same time, not going so slow as the paint dries and completely ruins everything. Uh, Once Dave sees that this might be dragging on a little bit and his daughter looks the tiniest bit impatient, she's fascinated by this, but also she's eight. Yeah, fair enough. She she wants to go do something and as she starts to get like a little bit antsy, he like basically tells her uh, you know, stay close by, stay where I can see you, don't go off with anybody. Yeah. And she just like she goes and climbs a small tree. Okay, yeah, that's that's fair. Uh, Grant will also be keeping the occasional eye on her because like he does not, he might not want kids one day, but he definitely is not the kind of person to like just if a kid is around to leave them alone. Because let me tell you, I don't want to be a dad ever. But if there's a like a kid around, like just wandering around nearby, I will keep an eye on them. Yeah, and and dad has eagle eyes on. Yep. Um so yeah, it's it, it takes a while, but eventually I um I hold up the uh the two pictures that are like well, I I actually do that th- thing that uh some of the other other guys do where um uh they ha- they have they must have like aerosol spray spray or something. They like light it on fire and like just blow it over the thing so that way it dries faster. I figure the kid's already been waiting 20 minutes. They, she probably won't want to wait another 10 to 15 for this to dry out. So I just help speed it along a little bit and uh, hold the two pictures up and like angle it so that way she can see it from the tree. She looks extremely excited about this. All right. Yeah, and then I I, I give the guy a five dollar di- uh, I give the guy five dollars back because it took a while. And also because that is technically the price for three of them. Sure. Uh, while you are painting, he is actually going to attempt conversation with you. Okay. And, you know, you might not remember him, but he very much remembers he you. He very much remembers me, yes. Yeah, and... So it's, he asked, so how often does th- this weird shit happen? Uh, somebody paying for three pictures and only asking for two? Not very often. Nah, come on, don't... Don't fuck with me here. <laughs> I was there. I was there for all of the loops. 
and then I squint at him, squint harder, and then I, I need to figure out what it, I need to actually look at. Uh, <laughs> Quickly so googling men's names no, that start no, with no, a D. No, 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 um, I just need to look to see what his actual name was, so that way I could go, uh, Darren? Darby? <laughs> <laughs> I used Darby already. Ah, oh, damn! <laughs> he says, well, you got the first two letters, right? Uh, yeah, okay. But, um, how often that this stuff happens? Uh, uh, depends. Back, a little more frequent in New York, but I wasn't always involved up that up there. It's also a busier place. Uh, down here, uh, depends on the area. Like, I haven't had to deal with anything in the city proper yet, but, uh, it's been, it's like, what, every other week or something like that? In, in game? Uh, thus far, uh, for January and February, it's been two hunts for each month. So I go, uh, usually averages about two a month so far. From what I can tell, I don't know. I just got here like last, like at the beginning of the year. And are they always that bad? Oh no, that was a particularly bad one. Okay, that that one hundred percent should not have been happening. I'll have to take your word on that. Is there anywhere in particular that you can like warn me away from? <laughs> Don't go up north. There's ghosts there. Just tons of them. All the time. <laughs> Stay away from Crown Heights. That is a vault. That is a, uh, that is a neighborhood in Brooklyn. I, I don't, I don't say that. I don't take that, say that second part in character. I just say, stay away from Crown Heights. Okay. But like here, is there anywhere around here that I should stay away oh. from for, you know, my safety and the safety of my family? Uh, like what, what was that place called? Like in out of character, it was called the, uh, it's basically everywhere in San Bernardino County, north of the mountains. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell him that like just north of the mountains, San Bernardino County, no, don't don't go around there. Uh, noted. And is there like a hotline or something I can call if I see something? Not really. Um, should there be? Not really. Uh, <laughs> like there's. Listen, this this whole stuff is supposed to be stay secret for some BS reason or another. Uh, I don't quite get it. I don't quite get their reasons behind it. Um, I will say this though. Uh, if you see any vans marked DHEA, they're not doing what they say they're doing. Alright. I'll keep that one in mind. Yeah. And 
So do you all have some sort of like radar or something for figuring out when shit goes wrong? Or do it just like, like if I get attacked, do I just need to pray that you all are going to be there at some point? Uh, it's the second one, mostly, unfortunately. Oh, goody. Yeah. I don't like it either. That's why I charge extra for them to make me fight them. Sure. Sure. Okay. Look, we, um... We really got off on the wrong foot up there in the mountains. It's just... You all were acting weird, and... Like, I guess there was a good reason. Uh... And then... This is the first time Grant genuinely remembers him. He's like, oh! Oh, yeah, it was like some sort of firefly that was, like, causing diseases and stuff. Right, right. Okay. Uh, yeah, so... I'm not gonna say that I'm sorry for being suspicious, because it was very warranted in that particular situation. Yeah, no, no. Fair enough. But, uh... Thanks, I guess, for all your hard work. I mean... I was taught a... I was taught a trade, and, you know... Just... Figured I'd make some money off of it. Same as everybody else. Well... I mean, it might just be a source of income for you, but... Disneyland is my kid's favorite place and if if I had to tell her that I couldn't take her back there because it was infested with time wizards or something like, I don't know how I could have that conversation with her so you're making you're, you're making my life a lot better yeah well I guess that said if I still catch you fucking around I'm gonna bust your ass about it you too, Damon. You too. <laughs> he massages his temples and says, You're doing that on purpose, aren't you? That second one, yes. <sighs> Alright. Sure. And he, uh, by this point, you're finished and you've lit your paintings on fire and have shown them off. Only a, only a little bit. <laughs> It's only a little bit of on fire. It's only a little bit of on fire. It doesn't even, barely even touches the canvas. But yes, I'll, and I show it off to her. Yep. And she hops down out of the tree and actually does a pretty competent roll. Nice. A youth roll. (laughs) There, I did another one. (laughs) Yes. Love it. And he actually kind of like, frowns at her and when she comes up he kneels down onto her level and you can hear him like chastising her about how that's really unsafe and how she needs to be more careful I I wait until he is not looking at me and I just give her a thumbs up <laughs> <laughs> he uh so once he's done talking to her he turns up to you and the second his eyes are off of her she gives you a thumbs up back <laughs> She is a very cool eight-year-old. She's a a cooler eight-year-old than I ever was at eight years years old. At eight years old, I was playing Pokemon. (laughs) 
What a cool kid. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly not doing dodge rolls out of trees when I was eight. <laughs> ah, so the the two of them collect the painting. Dad carries the dragon and she carries the mermaid. And she like nods to you as they take off. I nod back and then I start working on the next person who should only take about five minutes this time. Assuming they don't, right. assuming they don't also request a dragon and a fucking mermaid. At which point I'm going to be like, okay, I did that for an eight-year-old. No. <laughs> to think of it as expanding your skill set. <laughs> the whole point is minimum amount of maximum amount of money in minimum amount of time. Sure, sure. <laughs> Grant may may hate capitalism. But he can play the game damn well. I'm good at it. I hate it, but I'm good at it. it sucks, but I'm real good at it. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially it. I'll charge these guys who have money out the wazoo a little bit more than the people who don't have money out the wazoo because I know they can afford it and I need to eat. All right, so now we're going to swing round Sweet Chariot to Roxanne. Hey, I know that girl. Hey, you better know that girl. It'd be pretty weird if you didn't. Roxanne, never heard of her. So I believe we are coming to the thing you are doing for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I was thinking. I had two ideas on the matter, I guess. All right. Ah, uh, the one that was prom- more prompted by the whole meeting with the Sultans thing is maybe I should finally do that whole heart to heart with Grant thing about what the fuck is going on. That would be a fun thing to do if Colin's cool with it. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't know if it'll be weird or awkward to record, but no, it's, it's fine. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do Character it. Make it happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. We haven't had enough of Colin's dumb voice yet. (laughs) (laughs) Huge burn on Colin out of nowhere. To be fair, my dumb voice is very prominent in the Baltimore campaign. Your dumb voice is prominent in most of the (laughs) updates in this podcast. It is. Except for that one where you were, like, sick. And then it was just a dumber voice. Anyway, (laughs) I'm not sure how to direct this. So, uh, I guess after lunch with Magpie and Emery, Roxanne was going to shoot off a text to Grant and be like, Hey, are you busy? Working outside Dodgers, you can come by, though. (sighs) Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, I'll text you when I get there. I mean, you can just come up to the table. It's fine. Well, I don't know exactly where you are. I mean, it's a fucking stadium. It's a big place. I might need more directions than outside Dodger Stadium. Look for the look for the assholes spray painting everything. Oh, of course. AFC Roxanne. It's so hard to. There's so few assholes hanging out outside Dodger Stadium. <laughs> All right. See, you want to know something that's like crazy coincidence? What? Hmm. 
The greater park that surrounds Dodger Stadium is called Elysian Park. <laughs> I'm afraid I don't get it. You're about to go to a fucking Elysium. Oh, god damn it. <laughs> uh, my brain didn't process that. Um, I guess I don't need a cat to tell me. You get there without trouble. I'm just going to be like, Roxanne drives over there. There's hella traffic. It takes fucking forever. Uh, sorry, going to have to do it next episode. <laughs> you are continuously tempted to pull over and just fucking teleport to Grant's house to get out of this goddamn traffic. I'm not leaving my car in the middle of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> See, opening a falling down. I'm teleport <laughs> my car with me to Grant's house. Sorry, I you've mean, got a car means, in your living room now. I mean, if it means Roxanne gets to kill a couple Nazis, that's pretty cool. I'm in favor of Nazi killing. I hate California Nazis. Anyway, yeah, you find Grant. He's working a table. Yeah, so you two can find each other. Let's not make a fucking production out of this. Yeah. You mean more? Anyway. Um. Hey. Hey, Grant. Hey. Hey. Uh, he finishes up a real quick planetoid thing, gives it to the person, and uh, just says, taking a lunch, and uh, just leaves people... <laughs> taking a lunch. Fuck off. <laughs> like, I mean... Nobody I'll... steal my shit. <laughs> I mean, he'll stay within... He's not going to, like, leave. He's just going to st- stand there and not do any work for a bit as he, like, pulls out, like, a Lunchables that he brought with him. Dear God. And then he, he looks at the Lunchables, and then he looks and then he looks behind him, and he's like, I'm right outside a fucking stadium. Why does I not get a hot dog? Whatever. Okay, but is it, like, an actual-ass Lunchables, or is it one of those grown-up Lunchables? It's one of the grown-up Lunchables, because Grant is an adult. Nominally. He's having an he's having an adult pizza. We've all established <laughs> that Grant has has a very poor self esteem when it comes to people thinking he enjoys childish things like Harry Potter and Lunchables. <laughs> no, he just hates <laughs> Harry Potter for what kind of Lunchables? Professional reasons. I just said the pizza ones. Okay. I <laughs> well, I mean, if it's an adult one, it's one of the ones with like, like. Swiss cheese and salami oh, and okay, crackers. Yeah. yeah, he's gonna have like one of those. Covered almonds. Like when you guys say when people say adult lunchables, I think of something vastly different. <laughs> got a tiny little <laughs> bottle of vodka packed in there. <laughs> See the direction I thought it was going in is it's got a tiny little bottle of lube in it. <laughs> no. <laughs> it is Oh man, they actually do have like Hillshire, there's like Hillshire Farm ones that they've made. Hillshire like, Farm Lube? <laughs> no! <laughs> you fuck not. Talk about a working lunch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, Grant pulls out a exactly that. Those, those Hillshire Farms, like, yeah. snack boxes. Yeah. To be fair, he totally does have a kids' actual peep Lunchables at home. He just didn't bring it today. Sure, sure. Gotta keep up your street credit. Anyway, um... So, hey, 
weird time to be having this conversation, but, uh... You know all that weird bullshit I can do that I never really bothered to explain to you? Yes? How'd you like to find out what I'm talking about? <laughs> this is gonna be more than a lunch break, isn't it? I don't know. Depends how many questions you have. Nah, it's probably gonna be more than a lunch break. Alright, uh, Grant actually tries to make sure that nobody here is going to particularly be, you know, aggressive if he starts packing up for the day. And uh, once he's done with that, he's gonna set everything up and he's like, he starts lugging it over to, like, packing it up. He's like, you're driving me home. Yeah, I was going to offer. I'm not lugging this around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk in the car. How about that? Yeah, sure. That works. So uh, Grant will put all his stuff in the back seat and sit in the front and make sure that his hands are nowhere near the radio. You know what? Trust us once. I really don't care. Now nah, we listen to the same shit anyway. Fair enough. Spice Girls it is. <laughs> no, you would change the channel at that. Um. So, do you want to like ask a question, or do you want to want me to just talk about what's in my head? Then why don't you start, and I'll ask questions as they pop up. Fair enough. So, like all this weird. Uh, I don't want to sound full of myself. This weird angel shit I can do, right? <laughs> yeah, you're paladin shit. I'm gonna say it's paladin shit until the day I die. Yeah, you know, that's cool. Uh, no one really taught me to do this, right? I've kind of just always been able to do it. I mean, like, some of it's kind of taken a knack that I've gotten used to and some of it I don't really like to do. Mm -hmm. So like fuck it, whatever. I'll just tell you the whole damn thing. Call cards on the table. So I've got uh, I've got a boss. Bosses? I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Me too. The, the, the best part about being self-employed is that I don't have to answer to jack shit. Yeah. So they come to me with these requests. They tell me to do things like protect some weird old man that you've never met before in your life. That's a little different. But yes. Oh. Stuff like that. Or make sure a certain object gets properly retrieved. Make sure nobody gets... Make sure there are no casualties. Sometimes it's easy stuff like that. Stuff that I would do anyway. Or sometimes it's stuff like... Make sure your phone is turned off. And don't turn it on all day. Is that fucking why I couldn't get in touch with you that day I came over here? 
Yeah. Um. Oh, God damn it. I remember. You remember that like one year that we were still in the same high school, like in between you, like the year or two, we were both in high school between you graduating and me, uh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you remember when, uh, Remember then that, like, douchey kid across the way? Like, uh... Uh, Remember when his whole locker just, like, disappeared one day? That was great. I just assumed there was another wizard in the school. Yeah, well, they didn't ask me to do that. I just did it anyway. Um... Oh. But, uh... (laughs) (laughs) no you remember when that uh shit what was it that like really shitty hall guard uh you know whatever school cop that uh used to give me shit all the time yeah that was my boss technically like, oh. people just... Usually it's the same person, but... Or sometimes it's the same person. But people just, like, stop being them. And I get... A job to do. And there's never a do this or else, but it's like... There's an... There's an or else, Right? Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I've never messed up any of them. I'm pretty good at my job. <sighs> so, <sighs> this is kind of hard to say. I'm not 100% sure how much of me is Roxanne Harrison, your sister, and how much of me is this thing that was put here to do all these jobs, right? And I've been taking trips to the Deadlands to talk to the Sultans. Have you ever, uh, you've probably never really, like, gotten to one-on-one talk with them. Cleopatra's really nice, actually. Huh. Okay. Um. They told me that what I am is something to do with something there. And I can't... I would love to tell you everything right now, but I promised them I wouldn't. That is fair. I did keep being a wizard from you for quite a while. Yeah, but to be fair, I wouldn't have told you if I was a wizard either. 
<laughs> Senpai told me if I told anyone, he would hunt me down and... <laughs> unspeakable things! What, take your cosplay wand around away? I don't even fucking need that, and you know it. Yeah. Um... So they want me to go on this trip to the edge of the Deadlands. I thought the Deadlands were, like, Guess infinity. Not. Okay. Cool. I mean, I've never seen the end, but apparently there's an edge. <laughs> Fun. And this is going to be, you know... Dangerous, and they—they're not sending me out there on my own, right? If they're—they've offered all kinds of stuff like this, but uh, I figured it wouldn't have been fair if I didn't come clean with you about all this shit. And it's not like—it's <laughs> not like I'm going to be gone for a month or whatever. You say that now, but... I don't know how long it's going to take, but it's going to... We're going to be doing this in legs, I guess. It's it's complicated. Alright. Thousands of miles, I think, was what they quoted me. Oh, that'll only take, you know, roughly forever. Cool. Well, yeah, but I don't know. This is something I've got to do. Um, because they asked me to, and because I kind of got to do it, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I hate dumping all this heavy stuff on you. There's a reason I left, you know, New York. I didn't want anybody to have to deal with this shit, you know, back when I thought you were normal-ish. Normie? Yeah, normie. You know, I didn't want mom and dad dealing with this. I didn't want you dealing with this, especially when, you know, some... You can ask Emery and Magpie. Uh, one time, my boss showed up at the door and told me I had something very important to do. Uh, sorry, he hopped the wall. They... Oh. I'm, I've never asked them their pronouns. Okay, well... I mean... I mean... Fair enough, I guess, if they're just giving you jobs. Then... You know, if they're, they're not sticking around too much, it's probably... Like, would they even have pronouns? Presumably. Is this like a Schkli or Schkli and Schkler situation here? Maybe. That, I don't know. Did that movie come out yet? Hold on. I guess. I don't watch a ton of TV, Grant. I don't have cable. Um, and those movies suck anyway. They don't capture the, the feel of the original show. But, yeah, I just... I needed you to know in case I don't fucking come home one day, right? Alright. Well, uh, there is two things I want to tell you. One, 
you want me to come with you on any of these trips, let me know. And two, that thing you said you're not sure about how much of you is this thing and how much of you is my sister, as far as I'm fucking concerned, is you are 100% my sister. It does it does not matter. All right? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, and I, I, like, I actually hug her a little bit at that. And then I realize that I'm still wearing my vest, so I kind of back off so that way I don't poke her. <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, yeah, you probably. Yeah, that's right. I'm a little indestructible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I, sometimes I forget, like, that you're not a normie. I know we're just having this big conversation about how ex- you were explicitly not a normie and <laughs> still treating you like one. Yeah, well, that's how it goes, right? Um, yep. There's another thing I have to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, if I don't come back, and you probably do this without me saying anything. I need you to keep an eye on Dr. Steiner. Just, you know, keep an eye on him, right? I'll keep an eye on him as long as I'm in L.A. Yeah, um, that's probably fine. I've, the, the plan, like, I, I'm stay, I've said it when I first came over and I'm going to keep saying it till it happens. The plan is for me to go back eventually. I already miss home a lot and it's just I don't see that stopping and I don't see myself not going back for any considerable reason at the moment yeah well hopefully when you go back uh maybe I can take a vacation there and say hi to mom and dad yeah and everybody back there yeah Listen, I'll take you to to Han Dynasty. So they've got a couple places. They've got a pl- couple places over there now. Yeah, Han Dynasty is an actual real ass uh, kitchen, uh, specializing in Chinese food. Uh, they have locations in Brooklyn, the East Village, and the Upper West Side. So wow, yeah. At least as far as the present day goes, I'm not sure if all those locations existed at the in 2012. <laughs> but he, he will stomach Brooklyn at least long enough to take you there. <laughs> and that's how you know that it's real sibling love right there. Yeah, yeah, he'll take you to fucking Brooklyn. He'll go to Brooklyn. That's how you know he cares. <laughs> at least it's not Staten Island. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, uh, yeah, that that sounds fun. Actually, I think like Mama's gonna can, freak can. when she sees my hair. <laughs> uh, please, I got I've gotten her so used to the hair situation, and I. My hair is currently... It's still the color from the last time I dyed it, but um, it is still 
died and cut in a ridiculous fashion. Yeah, well, maybe I should do something extra dumb with it before I leave. Something to look forward mm. to. Yeah, I'm thinking about changing the color again already, actually. What is it right now? Like pink, you said? It's, yeah, it's like cotton candy pink. Have you considered orange? Orange sounds good. Yeah. So next time, Grant's gonna have orange hair. Rock on. Awkward, uh, awkward uh, sibling conversation successfully emulated. <laughs> awkward sibling hug? Awkward sibling hug. Awkward sibling hug. Pat, pat. Pat, pat. We already did one of those. It's going to be a genuine sibling hug now. <laughs> without the pat, pat. Cause, without, the, uh, without the pat, pat. Because yeah, the pat, pat means I'm not gay. <laughs> what? The pat pat is is when you okay. So when you hug family or another guy, you go pat 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 because it means I'm not gay. This is a bro <laughs> pat or a family pat. Okay, sure, sure. I believe you. <laughs> All right, we ready to we ready to finish this out, Steiner? Yeah, one second. I gotta move my dog. She jumped up. And here, I thought the conversation was going to involve a little bit of asking Grant what the fuck his deal is with the court. Nah, I figured Roxanne is a uh, you know Roxanne didn't come to him until she was ready to talk about it. So, uh, yeah. You know, I figure he'll talk about it when he's ready. Or stuff like that. Besides, better keep it a secret until it is the the absolute worst time for us all to find out. Oh, yes, obviously. I'm hoping it is the absolute worst reason. Uh, I have multiple situations where that could be the absolute worst plan. Good. The uh, the monster specifically designed to fuck over Colin, the freaky ghost bed, <laughs> a monster from the summer court. <laughs> freaky ghost baby. Enough of this foolishness. Let's actually finish this session because it's approaching 11 o'clock. All right. Sorry, I didn't realize that you would come back. Oh, I've been here. I've had to put my dog in her little bed. That was all. <sighs> okay, Steiner. That's me. It's you. Despite everything. Uh, so... It's a weekday. You've been teaching all day, and your uh, last class just wrapped up. You're heading back to your office to grab something that you forgot. Probably some papers that need grading at home. Home being a lab. Yeah. You, you technically have two homes. It's just one of them is kind of a cover. Yeah. Okay. So you... 
Uh, you enter into your office and you go to the desk and on top of the stack of papers that you have come to pick up is a little three by five card. Okay, someone was in my office. That's not great. And on the card is written a time, which is about an hour from now. And a little pictograph of a circle with six lines coming out of it. Okay, do I recognize that? I feel like I should recognize that. Uh, it's it's a bit of a like a simplified version of a bit of iconography that would be familiar to you. Okay, well, not good for Steiner, but and also a uh, I I said there's a time from an hour from now. There's also an address that's probably important. Right. Yeah. All right. Okay, yeah, I, Steiner sighs and just, uh, I don't know, plugs the information to GPS and, well, not just now, but how long would it, oh, okay, we'll just figure that I figure out how long drive at yeah, the appropriate so it's, time. It's, uh, it's a, uh, it's actually a park that's pretty close to your lab. Okay. Okay. So I'm just on a bench waiting. Mm-hmm. Well, it's. So you're. Are you trying to arrive there early, or just on time? <sighs> hmm. Uh, if this, you know, what the card says, this time. So that time is better. I better arrive at that time. Okay. So, as you rock up on the park, uh, there's it's pretty empty. There's maybe, like, five or six people around. Okay. Uh, of note, there are two people playing chess. Okay. Uh, why are they of note? I mean, people do play chess. Why are these people standing out to me in particular? Uh, just because they seem to be the only, uh, like the only people here who are actually doing anything. Like there's everybody else just seems to be sort of like hanging out. Okay. Uh, I will find a bench and I will sit on it and I will wait. Okay. Uh, so nothing happens for a while, and the. Appointed time rolls up and nothing happens, and then you you hear like a sharp whistle from the uh, the chessboard. Okay, um, I look over in that direction. Yeah, uh, one of the players seems to be flagging you down. All right, I sigh and I stand up and I make my way over. And now that you're closer you can get a better look at these people the the person playing black you've just a complete unknown they you've never seen them before they mean nothing to you the person playing white on the other hand it's you 
you're getting a weird sense of deja vu from him. And it mm. takes you a minute. But first you recognize him from the DMV a couple of weeks ago. Oh, shit, that dude. You you bumped into each other. And then now that you're not in so much... Neither of you are in so much of a hurry and not moving around so much, you can scrutinize him a bit more. And the you you recognize him as soon as you see the little crescent scar under his right eye. It's Victor, your right hand. Ah, Victor. I must say this is a bit uh, unorthodox contacting me. Well, it's uh, it was a bit of a... We, we had to go through some unorthodox channels to find you. Uh, I took pains to ensure that, yes. And he, like, quickly checkmates the person across from him and just, like, motions for him to get up and get out of here. <sighs> the other guy does, and then Victor resets the chessboard and motions for you to sit across from him. Okay, I do that. I sit down. Mm-hmm. So, how have you been, Professor? How How's life been treating you? Uh, you know, ups and downs. Trying to keep active. You know, keeping my mind active. You know, have a hobby. Sure. You're not buying any of this, are you? Uh, I'm about half buying it. Alright, how about this? Hand to my heart, I am up to no nothing nefarious. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and see, that's that's sort of the problem. All right, what do you want, Victor? Well. See, see our first request, and I've I've told everybody else that you're probably not going to go for it, but we would like you to come back. Victor, you know, you know why I stopped. I'm not. This is a hell of a thing to ask. What are you even doing? Why? And and he, when, when you say it's a hell of a thing to ask, he puts his hands up and says, yeah, I agree, and that's what I told everybody else. But they, they insisted that I lead with that. Alright, so what, what are you doing? What are you doing that you need me? Well... And he's... He, looks pensively at the chest set in front of him and he sort of fiddles with the pieces and he says you you seem to have done a pretty good job of settling into this new life of yours and unfortunately you and Herman are the only ones who really have hmm Right. All of the, all of the rest of us have been a little 
aimless, shiftless. None of us have any direction anymore since you've left, and it's been hard times. It's not like I had much choice. <sighs> Do you... I'm, we're not getting the gang back together. That's out of the question. Uh, well, much of the gang is already back together. I stand up a little bit straighter when he says, or sit up a little bit straighter when he says that, and I just kind of look him square in the eye as he keeps talking. And, uh, we're not gonna, we're not gonna strong arm you into coming back. I know you far too well to try and pull that. You're, uh, <laughs> you can be quite firm in your resolutions when you want to be. But, um... Well, since, uh, since all of us getting things back in motion, um... We do need some help. You understand the attention you're kind of the kind of a, you understand the kind of attention you're going by doing this. It's where we are all assuming it's going to be more or less exactly the same kind of attention that fell on us last time. Yes, and you remember how that went. <laughs> yeah, uh, living proof is currently sitting across the board from me. But, uh, all right, I'll humor you a little bit. What? Are, what? What do you need me? Well, to to start, it's it's not anything big. Some of us got hurt recently, and we that got hurt quite bad. We need a little bit of medical attention. I must stop beating around the bush. I know how much that annoys you. We need your notes on on your arm. And what else? Just that for now. Just the notes. If I give you the notes, you leave me be. Yes. For now. For now. We're not going to be coming to you over every little thing, Professor. Come on. All right. Here's... Okay. I give you the notes. You keep me and my name far away from whatever you're into. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to get any visits about it. We can do that. I will be back in an hour. He he nods, sort of sits back. As you uh, as you make your way down to the car, uh, you feel more eyes on you than just him. Uh, yet he's already attracted attention. Well. If you were to 
scan to other people around the park now that you have a specific context in mind. You reference or you recognize more than a few of them. Just mm. older by ten years. Okay. He wasn't gonna take no answer. Great. Awesome. Alright, I head back to the lab. I retrieve uh, well, I'm. Sh- he probably knows where I'm based out of, but he can't get in there. You, do- he does not know where your lab is. That is a feature of the move. Okay. He probably has a general idea, but he can't narrow it down. He knows that you're somewhere in Pasadena, but like that's it. That's why he called you here. Right. It being so close to your lab is a coincidence. But he, he does not know exactly where your lab is. I'm going to drive around a little bit and see if I can see anyone tailing me. Uh, hmm. That's why I said an hour. Yeah, go ahead and roll me read a bad situation. Actually, i got to pull up my character sheet here. This situation is sharp, which I am sharp <laughs> as hell. That's a nine. Okay, so yeah, a nine gives me... Mm-hmm. A question. All right. Um, I'm going to go with any dangers I haven't noticed. Because that <laughs> seems like the closest thing. Yep. So you're, you're on full paranoia watch as you're driving around the city, checking for tails. And as far as you can tell, no one's following you. You, you seem to be in the clear. All right. Park a little bit off from my lab, the building where lab is, and I just disappear into the building as I do. Like mm-hmm. Batman. Mm-hmm. Gather my relevant notes. I put them in a nice folder because I am... because I am like that. And I head back out and go back to the park. Mm-hmm. And he's still there. Uh, he seems to have packed up the chess set at some point. He's at the exact same spot you left him. I hope you had brought a book or something. All right. Um, yeah. All of my notes on the arm. And he, he takes them and he looks at them and he looks at you and he says, you made copies, right? It'd be a real shame to take your only set. Of course I have copies. Who do you think okay. you're talking to? Just, he raises his hands, just making sure I know how you get sometimes. Right, right. <sighs> well, Victor, it has been interesting talking to you. And I doubt this is the last time I will see you for another ten years, but for the time being, goodbye. Yeah, you take care. Don't uh, don't go getting into too much trouble out there. Same to you. We will do our best. And I leave, and this time I head to my apartment instead of my laboratory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna stay there and hyperventilate. But yeah, but also I'm figuring have an eye kept on me for a while so I don't 
immediately go back to the lab, you know? Just pretend mm-hmm. like I'm a normal person who doesn't have a secret <laughs> lab full of bots and magic. Sure, sure, sure. All right. Uh, That's that. Hooray. Yay. Yay. All of the, like, I guess, the, like, complete tonal whiplash between, uh, you know, this awkward, the awkward sibling stuff, and then spy thriller. da 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 <laughs> <sighs> All right. Some good session, fam. I had fun. Some, yes. I'm glad everybody enjoyed themselves. Oh, no. Now the sun is sad. Oh, no. It's the closest font to Comic Sans on here. There we go. <laughs> <laughs>